We are Quixie 98.3. It is Brian and Trisha, and it is that time of year again. Amy Aldendurfer from the Hardin County Extension Office is here, and we're ready to talk about bugs again. I know, and we need a theme song. So if anybody can think of a theme song. I totally think we How long have we been doing this now? I Two, think it's been three years. Three years? Yeah. Maybe. We'll say three. Okay. I was thinking Seven two, years. but I don't remember well. So. <laughs> it's been 82,000 years. <laughs> and there's a lot of bugs to talk about. So the bug that I am seeing most of, and I'm seeing it frequently, is the Asian lady beetle. Beetle, that, yes. Yes, it looks like the ladybug. It is a ladybug. But it's not the same as a ladybug. It's a different species. Yes. Because, it comes from Asia. Yeah, and it's it's... It's invasive. It know? is. <laughs> yes. Like I I don't want you in my house the way you come in my house, yeah. but it came always over there in the 80s. Yeah, so a lot of people are probably seeing those. You do. Yeah. Yeah. How so, do you tell the difference? The Asian lady beetle if, if you look at like down on the insect from above, on the little part that covers its head, it has a little white M. It does. It does. And it what? that's for multicolored. And and they are multicolored, so they can be orange to yellow to to red. I've seen them that were An kind of M a, on it. Yeah, it's huh. it's cool because it's black and white. Because they're yeah. mutants. Because <laughs> they're multicolored. <laughs> I don't know why huh. there's an M. That's yeah. interesting. I've never paid attention. Because yeah. we we have like five or six native lady beetles, mm-hmm. so we have the seven spotted and the pink, and there's you know, but yeah, the multicolored Asian lady beetle, because it congregates to overwinter. Mm-hmm. People think that that is the. Um, <clears throat> is a good way to collect them for pest control. So that's how they were brought to this country is oh. for like aphid pest control because they eat aphids. Okay. In the in the peach fields. Well, um, they just like to hang out in my house they and do. fly around. And they're kind of noisy. They're noisy. And if you squish them, they stink. And, yes. And um, they stain. So don't do that. Yeah. And um, I have found because the stink bugs that mm-hmm. are also, you know, around now also at the same time, um, I have the little a little container that I have soapy water in. Mm -hmm. And so if I have one that comes in the house, I will knock the stink bug in there and that takes care of it. It doesn't take long for them to be not alive anymore. And so I have found that putting these, these ladybug creatures in there also, that takes care of them too. It does. So I have a cup of bugs and then I go give them to the chickens. Oh, chickens love them. Yeah. Yeah. So you're feeding your chickens soapy bug water. Well, they don't care. I also feed them... It's crunchy protein. Yeah. I feed them mealworms that are not alive. So I figured they would like the stink bugs too. I don't know. They don't complain. So (laughs) They eat them. So yeah. They're good. That's why only two or three of your five chickens lay eggs. The rest of them are like, we're not eating these weird worms. And thank you (laughs) They love those mealworms. Come on. What are you talking about? They will do anything for mealworms. Yes. I should get. I should teach them tricks. You okay, I anyway, digress. We I'm digress. Sorry. Yes, <laughs> we're talking about bugs. We, <laughs> yes. we've gotten into chickens, which I All know right. nothing about. So, any other bugs that are um, about right now? You you need to as as the temperature warms, you need to be looking for um, termite swarms. Okay, so those are the, you know they're termites that move to another location, so they kind of look like flying ants. Yeah. Yeah. They exactly look like flying ants when you find them in your living room one day when you get home from work and you're like, what is going on here? And you freak out. Well, yeah, Speaks but they're not experience. flying ants. Are you, are you saying no. you got some termites? I got termite swarm in my house several years ago. I had no damage. Oh, that's good. I called a local pest control company and they came and they put in the, uh, the baits in the ground mm-hmm. And for several years, I, they did feed on those, but I never actually got them to do anything like to damage my home. Right, right. But, oh, that was weird. 
and they were like hanging around my soffit underneath my evil Oh, they were house. on the outside? And they were in my living room floor. They oh, were just like oh. chilling on my floor. Sure. Just hanging out. And I'm like, how did they even get in here? And they said, they're tiny. They can get wherever they want to. That's right. So, they're, yeah. they're, they're tiny. They come in around the windows. Oh, it was awful. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, before we know it, we're all going to find ticks all over ourselves. Actually, we have ticks active right now. So, yes. Okay. So, I'm Welcome seeing to tick season. <laughs> I'm seeing it circulate on Facebook. There was a thing two years ago where the University of Kentucky were doing uh, entomology research on ticks, and there was a specific exact way to mail ticks to them for research and study. What I'm seeing, sadly, is this is just a reshare of two-year-old information. And are they even doing that program? What's going on? Yes, the research, she's a graduate student. And yes, she is doing her research again this year. But there are caveats. So don't (laughs) reshare a two-year-old post because it's not the same exact thing. It was the same exact thing, but people did not read the directions the first time. (laughs) <clears throat> Why so, yes. not? Because people are people. People are people. So yeah, yeah. And it's only for Kentucky residents. And it's not diagnostic to see if you have the disease, but they want to know what kinds of tick-borne illnesses are here in the state. Okay. So if you if you have a tick that has fed on you, you can go to the University of Kentucky's website and find the directions to send it in. It cannot be live. It cannot be just in an envelope. It has to be dead in a plastic, you know, medicine bottle or whatever. In a, it, there's, there's, so they, it doesn't get crushed as it goes through the mailing process. So, yeah. So people were just like dropping live ticks in an envelope yes. from some other state and just sending them Now, in. you said they got a bunch of ticks sent to them. Yes. Over 300 packages a day. And so they were like, if it's not from Kentucky, we're not even going to open it. Because they were coming from everywhere. They were coming from everywhere. Live well, ticks. I, I ticks used to that were just Kentucky. a smoosh in the... Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So read the directions. Be specific. Um, I will share that link sure. to this study. Absolutely. Um, I, will, I will share that <laughs> in with this podcast so people can go directly there and read about it and mm-hmm. read, the, read the details. Yes. Please so read the details. But for sure, if it hasn't fed on you, don't even bother to do this. Don't and even if it's bother. not from Kentucky, don't even bother. Don't bother. Yeah. So if you go on vacation to Tennessee and you just see it walking on your foot, kill it, move on with your life. That's right. Leave it there. And, and use some tick spray. Yeah. If you're out in the woods. Let's talk about bugs, Amy. It's Brian and Tricia. We are Quixie 98.3.